publishing a book is a victory, but it's not the end. After you sweep up the confetti and wash the champagne flutes, what's next? Authoring Onward is the podcast about those steps after your first publication. Going from published author to having a long-term writing career. And that has no clear endpoint and plenty of ups and downs. But telling stories for the long-term is so, so worth it. Sit back, listen, and together, let's author Onward. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Authoring Onward. I'm your host, author, editor, and book coach, Connie B. Dowell. And today is the last day of my kids' spring break. Um, so it's you know, it's been so sweet to have them home um, a lot, you know, and have a lot more time with them. But I am also kind of looking forward to a regular schedule, more writing time, um, not balancing so much um, with so with a reduced childcare schedule. Um, so I did have some childcare schedule, but it was it's not our usual rhythm. Um, and I want to go back to our usual rhythm. But at the same time, it's been sweet to, you know, bake muffins with them in the afternoon and uh, watch them play outside. And yesterday they even had like, you know, they helped with chores and even had like this sweet little sibling time in their room um, in between you know, arguing with each other. <laughs> they had this sweet little time where they grabbed a bunch of picture books and just hold up together in their room under blankets, looking through them. And speaking of picture books, that segues into my announcement for this week. So um, my first full-length self-paced course, um, some of y'all have taken my uh, mini course, Find Your Writing Time, but this is a full-length course that is now available. Stellar self-publishing for picture books. So it is an introductory course for new self-publishing picture book authors um, that takes you from the idea generation and writing process through editing and illustration all the way to publishing your book and marketing it and then looking beyond your book launch as to what's next. So um, it's packed full of nine video lessons. Um, there's resource links, there's worksheets, um, there's checklists, and you can get all of this on its own for $60, or you can get something even better. So I've been partnered with the, with the folks at InfoStack and they create these stacks, um, I might call them bundles, but they call them stacks uh, with different resources and courses and ebooks, etc., for different topics. And so the the one that they have recently released this week is Kidlit Creators 2.0. So it is a stack with a bunch of different stuff, just loads of courses. There's ebooks. Um, there's discounts on services. And there's much, much more in this stack. In fact, there's over $2,000 worth of resources in this stack. And the best part is that you can get access to all of this cool stuff for $49 if you jump on it today 
Friday, um, the 8th of April. And so that's less than the price of my Stellar Self-Publishing course, Stellar Self-Publishing for Picture Books course, which is normally 60 bucks. So you can get a discount on the course plus all this other stuff um, if you jump on this stack. But the tricky part is, you know, prices do go up over time. And InfoStack has been offering a really great deal for a really long time. But and, you know, inflation is all around us. So the price is going to go up a little bit. And they're changing that tonight. So if you want to grab at the $49 price, go ahead and do so today. Head on over to the show notes of this episode. I will have a link to go and grab that. Um, but even if you're listening to this later, it's still going to be a pretty good deal. It's still going to be um, 67 bucks. So like, an extra seven bucks on top of the cost of what my course would normally be. And you get access to all this other stuff. So um, whichever way, whichever way you happen to be hearing this, now is a great time to hop in the course and get a lot of other great things as well. Again, link in the show notes. Um, but this announcement is not, of course, um, the main content of this episode. But in celebration of the announcement for the course and the bundle, I wanted to give y'all a little glimpse at one of the topics that I talk about inside the course. And that is your understanding your why for writing in general or for writing the book that you are working on currently. And I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna branch a little bit out from what I talk about within the Stellar Self-Publishing course, because of course not all of you are self-publishing and not all of you are publishing picture books. Um, so it's a little bit more of an in-depth topic and why it's important to understand your why. And there are many different reasons why people want to be writers or why people want to tell a particular story. So you might, like me, um, and I think like a lot of you listening, feel, think of yourself as a natural storyteller, that this is just a part of who you are. You have stories inside of you that you want to get out. Um, and you find stories and think of stories and just naturally gravitate to stories. I think that's the case for a lot of us. Some people, their why for creating books is that they themselves, you know, have this identity as a teacher, whether they are quite literally a teacher in an education profession, or if they are just someone who is a natural teacher of others in their everyday life. And so teaching what you know is another piece of the why. And all of this can overlap. This isn't all the same and you know, it's not you, that you concretely fit in neat little boxes, but these are some things to think about when you are thinking about your why. And some people, their why is primarily or partially around the desire to preserve memories. Um, people who are writing down their own memories, people who are, you know, crafting a memoir or who are writing down family history, they're preserving that memory, or maybe they are writing something about the history of their community. So preserving memories, understanding the past is another 
potential Y. You may also be drawn to create books to further a special cause, something that's important to them. Um, a special cause or a special interest or even, you know, a special topic that they're really passionate about. So that's another aspect of your why. And then finally, we'll talk a minute about, um, and this isn't typically as applicable to picture books, um, although in some special cases it might be, but um, but for, for older books, for older books for adults, um, some people, they choose to create a book as a business card that they already have a business or um, a career that is, and they're wanting to establish themselves as an expert on a particular topic and having a published book, you know, it, it shows a bit of credibility and helps them get speaking gigs and other opportunities down the road. So book as business card is another potential why. And there are several reasons why I think it's important to consider your why. And that's because there's a lot of different decisions that you make when you pursue publishing a book, whether traditionally or self-publishing this book. Um, your why is going to help you figure that out because your why is going to help you know um, how rapidly you want to publish this book uh, and how much control you want to have over this book. It's going to help you figure out, you know, are you going to publish more than one book? Do you think you have maybe one, maybe two books in you? Or are you looking to develop a career as an author? And the, all of those, you know, all those answers will help you make different choices. Um, it will help you make choices, for example, between um, self-publishing and traditional publishing. Because if what you, what you want is to publish really fast, or even what you need is to publish really fast, you, you might remember, um, I know it's been a couple of years ago since my first interview with Arenda Beach, who had a, you know, this, this book that needed to come out rather quickly to kind of coincide with different events. So if you have something that needs to coincide with a different, with an event um, that you can't just, you can't really wait around, you know, three or four years to write the book and then submit the book to agents and then wait for them and try to get a try again and again and then try to get your agent to submit to editors and then go through the long publishing process that um, is often the case for traditional publishing with big five publishers. If you don't have time to wait for that, then self-publishing might be the way to go for something that really needs to get out quickly. And so that's, that's a decision point and knowing that why, knowing that I need this to come out fast um, because I've got something important happening right now uh, is, is going to help you guide those decisions. Knowing if, you know, you want to have more than one book is going to help you guide those decisions. You've only got one book in you, then you might be more, you know, invested in either 
traditionally publishing or really getting lots of help with self-publishing in ways um, that a self-published someone who is wanting to self-publish as a career would maybe take the time to learn more of the steps and the behind the scenes um, and then hire out with that with that knowledge somebody who is just got one book in them they they might just play be like don't teach me how to do all of this you know let's hire an expert and just do it um, and so I won't knock that decision I know I'm often I'm often advising people, you know, learn all the steps, learn all of this, um, you know, don't that hybrid, um, but hybrid options, uh, hybrid publishing options can be the right choice for some people, for people who maybe they just have the one book, maybe this is their book as business card. Um, they're not seeing this as I am entering the self-publishing industry. They're seeing this as this is my this is my book as business card, and this is just a service that I'm hiring out. So that's a decision that you'd, again, that you might want to make down the road. Um, whereas somebody who sees themselves as primarily a storyteller or primarily a teacher, somebody who wants to be a career author, they're more likely to go with either traditional or self-publishing, um, where they really do learn all the steps and learn how to be how to be a publisher themselves because they want to build that career for the long term. And they're willing to take the time to learn all those steps and they're willing or going traditional, they're willing to take the time to, you know, write books over and over and over again and submit and submit and submit. Um, and that's another, another piece of the, the process is how attached you are to this particular manuscript being published. Um, and I would, I would still advise um, many folks who, so if, if you think you've only got the one book in you, this is your one book, and this is all that there is, then you either want to self publish or hybrid publish to guarantee that gets published. Um, even if you're drawn to self publishing, and you still want to have a long publishing career, I would still advise writing, 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 writing lots of manuscripts um, and then learning a lot about the process and basically doing a lot of that winnowing out and refinement and basically apprenticeship that you do in the traditional publishing process even when you're about to self-publish so that you step onto the self-publishing stage with your best shiniest stuff. And so folks who think of themselves more as a storyteller or more as a teacher, somebody who sees themselves as someone who creates books as an identity, um, then they are more likely to do that, to, to be okay with creating a lot and knowing that a lot of their early stuff isn't going to make it to the final form. And the more you, and that, that can really feel kind of hard at first, even if you are someone who identifies really strongly as a writer, um, either from a storytelling or teaching 
aspect or a combination of the two. If you identify really strongly as a writer, that's not necessarily an easy conclusion to come to um, because, you know, you always have like, it's, it's very easy in the beginning to, to pen a lot of your hopes and dreams on the manuscript you're working on at the moment and to, to feel really attached to it. But if you'll take that time and kind of sit and sit with it and keep going and keep writing more and more, each idea, each manuscript, eventually that starts to wear away. And, you know, people sometimes like to use um, baby metaphors or pregnancy or birthing metaphors for a book that they're like, pregnant with their book and then the book comes out and it's like giving birth or or even the writing process is being like pregnant with a book and then you've written the book and it's your baby or people talk about their books as their baby um and if that's a metaphor that works for you um I'm not gonna knock it I do find it a little bit complicated and problematic for me uh because my babies I are, are of course very human babies. I have, I have had both had babies and published books um, and written books and done both of them kind of simultaneously. And they don't seem anything alike to me. And I think sometimes people who are using that, that baby metaphor are maybe a little bit too attached to each book. You shouldn't be attached to each book like you are to your baby. Um, and I don't think they mean that literally at all, but um, you, you shouldn't be too attached to each book because you have infinite books and potential for infinite books inside your head. And you can just keep creating and creating. And ultimately, even if it is, you know, it's a work of art that you've put your heart and soul into, when it goes into the world, the book is a product. I don't call my books my babies because I don't want to sell my babies, um, but I do want to sell my books. So there's that. Um, and so it's, yeah. So even though it can feel in the beginning like your book is your baby um, or your characters are your babies, as you write more and more, um, you get not jaded, but realistic. And you start to see your books as, you know, created works that are going into the world. And your characters as, you know, interesting characters, but also tools that you use to tell a story. And so that attachment lessens. And that is not, I think, a bad thing. In fact, I think it is a very good thing for the growth of you as a writer and your work as a piece of art. So um, those are my two cents on understanding your why and how that can help you make decisions along the way. Um, and to, to add on to that, I think understanding your why and taking a few moments to revisit that, even if you are further along in the writing um writing publishing career it can help recommit you because this is a tough industry and sometimes it's a little hard to keep going it's nice to look back and remember the reasons why we got into this in the first place so that is it for this week um 
Again, if you would like to grab the bundle, I will have the link in the show notes. But if kids books are not your jam, please let me know what kind of courses you would like to see because I do anticipate developing more. So you can let me know by commenting on the show notes at bookechoes.com or giving dropping me an email, connie at bookechoes.com. So let me know um, what you think. So until next time, happy writing, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>